All right, you know what? What is wrong with the gay mafia, first of all? Hi, I'm Robin. And I'm Eric. And this is Do We Like? The podcast where we debate the pros and cons of popular people, places, and things to decide if we like them or need to leave them. And we're back yet again yes. with another full debate round. Ooh, e, are we ever back? Back and better than ever in a brand new location. It might sound a little different this week because we are in... An Airbnb. In... <laughs> <laughs> Edinburgh, Scotland. Yes, we have moved. We have made the leap across the pond, as they say, in jolly old England. Oh, and then took a train, a tip-top train north to to gruff old Scotland, which I cannot do. But that's fine. We're yeah. in Scotland getting settled. That's fun. We might have some new topics in the future for full debate rounds for us to debate between ourselves as we uh, find our footing here and see what we like and what we don't like. But alas, right now we are stuck in a 10-day quarantine. Yes. So uh, we're going to be continuing to pick topics out of our trusty hat. But before we do that, last week we had our special guest Jennifer Fuller brought very interesting topics for us to debate in our in our uh, modified debate format. Yeah, that was really fun. Yeah. And her topics included fondant cakes. Yes. Or fa- like fancy fondant cakes. Yeah, those... those Like event cakes. TV cakes. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you feel about those? Not great. Fondant's gross. They yeah. don't, it doesn't need to be on cakes. You know what? I've never actually had a cake with fondant on it. Oh. Yeah. Like I've been to a few weddings and events, right? But I've never actually been to one where they had like a fancy fondant cake. It's usually cupcakes or yeah, stuff like that. I feel like they're less common than TV makes them out to be. I've had one with fondant on it where I like, yeah, the fondant was on the slice that I had. Right. And it was not good. Yeah, it doesn't look good. No, like it's... It looks I like mean, Play-Doh. Yeah. I mean, a Play-Doh sometimes looks edible in a fun way. I guess. It's Play-Doh you can eat, but oh. you don't want to because it still doesn't have the flavor. Like they should just add more sugar to it. But I think like to make it structurally sound the way it is, Yeah, it, it does not have a lot of flavor. But isn't there that other stuff that you can put on it that tastes like almonds? Meringue. Or marzipan? Marzipan. Is it marzipan? Apparently that's better. Yes. So why don't people just use that? I wonder if it's not as flexible. Like it's, I have no it's flexible idea. enough, but can't do like the big things fondant does. Or maybe it's more expensive. Who knows? Obviously, we are not pro bakers. No. No. And we are not pro fondant. Ho ho. Yeah, that too. Yeah. <laughs> the second thing we debated was Crocs. Crocs. And we got to hear a very tragic story about Crocs from Jen. Yes, Crocs and wasps don't mix. Oh. Her poor feet. <laughs> Very funny story. If you haven't heard it, go listen to it. I would wear Crocs. Would you? In the, Around the house, they seem comfy. All I've heard is they're comfy, like beyond comfy. Okay, I mean, like around the house, sure. I'd wear big fuzzy monster slippers around the house. Yeah. Like I just, you know, whatever is going to make my feet feel cushy. But I would never, ever step outside in a pair of Crocs. I, I cannot go as far as saying that <laughs> because I feel like you'd get so comfortable. You would just leave the house. I've started leaving the the flat in pajamas to go pick up the orders from the gate because whatever. <laughs> I mean, I would go out in pajamas. I still wouldn't go out in Crocs. Ooh, see, I would not do that. I would not go past that gate in pajamas, but I would probably wear Crocs out if I just had to run an errand. Why Interesting. Not? I don't know. I, I think it's something about the holes. And I mean, like, <laughs> I'm not a big sandal wearer either. Fair. So 
like we can include that in there. Sandals are for the beach, in my opinion. Like you put them on when you get to the beach. You don't just walk around doing your like daily chores in sandals, and you don't walk around doing your daily chores in Crocs because like just stuff gets on your feet. <laughs> I don't like that. That's gross. Yeah, you gotta wear your sandals around too. Wear your flip flops down the street, get a bunch of dirt in them, and have fun. Yeah, that's just off for me. <laughs> and well, lastly, we talked about Furbies. Yes. Yes. I feel like we've been talking about Furbies a lot lately. In our personal lives, especially. In our personal lives, we've been talking about them a lot and yes. looking at them quite a bit, especially <laughs> the long ones. Modified Furbies, yes. Uh, yeah. It's a, kind of an interest of ours, a special interest. <laughs> yes, it's our new thing. Yeah. But how do you feel about Furbies? I never had one. I think I remember a friend having one, but I didn't interact with it enough to like make any impact. It seemed like it did not live up to the hype of the commercials where they're learning stuff and whatever, but you had one or your friend had one. Yeah, I had one. My friend had one. They would talk to each other yeah. if you put them like face to face in their weird little Furby language <laughs> and you were like not sure what they were saying, which was suspicious. <laughs> Uh, until they learned more English, because they learned more English as you like interacted with them. Right. Yeah, it's so weird to think about that. But I feel like none of those electronic pet toys, like there was the Poochies, which were like the robotic dogs. Yeah. There were Tamagotchis, like, you know, all of those things. They were really appealing on paper and you always wanted them. Yes. But it's like you always lost interest in them really quick. Absolutely. So it's like, I know that. I know that. I know that from experience, <laughs> but I still want one again. <laughs> I would be interested as an adult to be able to like play with it or interact with it and to see what it could do. Just out of curiosity, I think as a kid, I would just be like, my imagination would have gone too far and I wouldn't have been able to like, you know, really experiment with it <laughs> and see what it would say or do. So that's fair. I feel like I just want one for nostalgia's sake. I was looking at them as we've been doing. <laughs> yes. But uh, after the episode, I was actually just looking at like what Furbies have been released into the world. And I realized like mine was a Gen 1 Furby. Ooh. I got like one of the first, you know, lines of Furbies that came out, the first line. And uh, I actually remember getting it because I remember my mom picking me up from school that day and her telling me I had a friend at home waiting for me <laughs> and me being really confused about that. So I was like, Mom, I don't have friends. <laughs> Sounds very much like something your mom would say. Right? <laughs> and then I came home and it was a Furby and I was like, sweet, but also confused. <laughs> so yeah, and I remember it and mine was called Snowball. It was like Ooh. pure white Furby. Fun. She had to fight people at the store to get it, like, because that was back when they were in high demand. Right. Yeah. Well, that's nice of your mom. Yeah, she totally went out of her way to get me one of those things. Go, sweet. Mom. <laughs> Well, that's fun. That sounds like a nice memory of a Furby. Yeah. So now it's like if I could find one again like that, then it would just totally be a nostalgia trip. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then you take one to your mom and go, I brought a friend for you. Yeah. And she would be really happy about it. I bet <laughs> she would love that thing. <laughs> She'd like put it on the mantle or somewhere weird. Yeah. But she'd never turn it off. So it would always speak at weird times. <laughs> it would like catch all of the words from her, uh, her serial killer yeah, yeah. serial killer shows <laughs> that she plays 24-7. Yes, yeah, so it would sound like a detective slash a murderer. Yes. <laughs> it would slash just be, a grieving family. Yeah, spouting off strange crime scene <laughs> information. Oh, no. I love it. 
Well, now you got to do this. Okay, new goal. Get yep. Mama Furby. <laughs> 2022 goals. <laughs> <laughs> and the winner of that episode was... It was me. We getting on a hot streak here. I am. Ooh wee, ooh wee. We'll see if I can break it. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna hold up. And I'm not that I've been holding back. <laughs> it's just <laughs> I, I have to say something to sound like I have more to give, so I can try and win. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Please, I'm trying my best. <laughs> I feel like we all have our hot streaks and our cool streaks. Yes, it, it happens. It happens. It's, it's this is a this is the underdog story coming to fruition. Yeah, I'll lose 18 in a row, and then ta-da, I'll win one, and that'll be my my big redemption arc. Keeping spirits high, gotta gotta keep them up so we can continue these debates. And you're still you're still helping people yes, work through their feelings. Exactly, we're providing a service. Yeah, we're still giving them some perspective. Yes, and that's what we're here to do. And that's the valuable part. It's not about winning or losing. Exactly. It's about helping these people out, and then the full debates is about helping us and the, the listeners out with actual details. Sometimes, kind of. <laughs> exactly. So that brings us to this week's episode. Yes, to this full debate. So we got our handy-dandy hat. We'll pick a handy-dandy topic out of it and see what we got. And the topic for this week is musicals. Musicals? Ooh, song and dance, lights and sounds, musicals. I feel like if we were... uh... I don't want to say more creative, more ambitious. We could make this a musical episode on musicals. Ooh, I mean, yeah, we could, but, but that's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. <laughs> One, because I have absolutely no musical talent whatsoever, <laughs> just not a bone oh, of it in my shy. body. You're too hard on yourself. Singing and dancing, give her a go. The dancing part I can maybe do. Yes. No one wants to hear me sing. <laughs> Fair. To each their own. Ability. What are your feelings on musicals, Eric? 99% of them are terrible trash. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) What are your feelings? I like them. So I'm not like, I'm not a theater kid musical fan, right? Like, there's a type of person who like loves musicals. They know all of the musicals, they can sing the songs to the musicals. I'm not that person. Like, I'm, (laughs) I'm not going to pretend I am. But when I watch musicals, I like them. I go, yeah, that's pretty good. What's your favorite? What's your top three? So my top three musicals are probably, I'm going to count Moulin Rouge as a musical. Sure. It's on Broadway now. Yes. Yeah. So it can be a musical. It's a very musical show. Then Chicago is probably in there too. I like that one. Very fun. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then what would the third be? Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh. Does that count? Yeah, yeah that's that counts. absolutely a musical. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would say those are my top three. So I don't know what that says about me as as a musical. They fan. all have certain vibes to them, especially Moulin Rouge in Chicago. I feel like, like it's a lot of uh, steel girders and dark red. <laughs> that's what I have in my head. That's a vibe. I feel like Rocky <laughs> Horror fits into that too. Yeah, it's close. They're all like a little sexy. Yes. Yeah. A little campy. Yes. Really fun. Definitely. Yeah. So that's my vibe. Well, that's fun. I'm glad you're able to enjoy things. <laughs> bad things. So why, what is it about musicals? They're hammy in a not fun way. <laughs> They're hammy and self-serious at the same time. My my example that I always use for a musical that annoyed the hell out of me is Les Mis, the movie, 
there's a part where like they whatever his name is uh, gets hidden in like a monastery or whatever, and he meets with the priest. And it's like they're whispering, they're sneaking at night. They just they just escaped from the the authorities, and they're sneaking, and they're being very quiet. And he's like, "Come this way!" And then the guy starts singing. He's like, "Thank you!" at the top of his lungs because they couldn't just talk. It drives me crazy. The ones that yeah, the ones that don't talk at all are the most annoying, right? <laughs> um, and then there's kind of a sliding scale downwards to like the most realistic ones. I really like once. Once is very good. It is about a, a guy and a lady who both he, she plays piano and he plays guitar and he's a singer songwriter and she's a singer as well. And they sing na- very naturally feeling throughout the movie and their songs are about what is happening. Yeah. But it's less, Hey, I'm going over here now and Oh, I'm sad. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we should save the rest yes. for the actual debate. <laughs> Got to save my energy. Well, it depends. Since you won last week, you get to pick Ooh, your side. That's right. That's, yeah, that's my little uh, winning prize. Yes. I always forget about that. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about the side. Winning so often, I forget. It's like, oh, right. <laughs> yes. Um, let's see. I think... Uh, I, I really just want to hear you gripe about musicals. <laughs> I feel like you're going to do a better job of it than I am. Ooh. And for that reason, I will give you con musicals Yay. and I will go pro. Sweet. Well, that's good. Then we can really stick with our sides and, and give them some oomph. Exactly. And we'll see how that goes. Hmm. <laughs> well, are you ready to research? I sure am. Here we go, la dee 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 doo dee doo to the research town, everybody. Oh, oh boy. Oh. And we're back. Woo woo. So, Eric, how do you feel about your research? Great. Very little internet needed. Got a lot of research up here tapping on my head. How oh, are you? it's the best kind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I found it like it, there's not going to be a lot of like quantitative data no probably not in this episode (laughs) so if you're looking for like research you're looking for percentages you're not going to find them here (laughs) no but i feel like i have some good points still me too all right are you ready to start this debate (laughs) well as the loser of last week right right i get to pick and i will be going last of course so you can start us off all right as your pro musical side sounds good let's do it All right, well, let's just get down to the nitty-gritty, and that is that one, musicals make important social, historical, and political issues lots of fun. (laughs) So the the best example of this is like the most popular musical in the world right now, which is Hamilton, right? No, there was no young people in the world who gave a shit about Alexander Hamilton's story before Lin-Manuel Miranda made it into a rap musical, right? (laughs) He added the drama, he added the flair, he added energy to like a story that was like old and worn and boring. And, you know, he he gave the the War of Independence, that's that's the war, right? Sure. Yeah. He gave that some an aesthetic and a vibe. And people were like Oh, yeah, I'm into that now. That's cool. We didn't have that before. And you don't get that from a normal play or movie. You end up uh, with something your dad falls asleep to as it plays on the History Channel or that your teacher falls asleep Ah, to. Out of time because we need time for this song called They're Bad. (laughs) 
Oh, God. <laughs> to give you an idea of how they can be bad, I wrote this little ditty, and I sing, I'll sing it just a tad. Imagine a place where people just can't talk. They must use all their volume in order just to squawk. This leaves no room for acting or emotions that aren't broad, always mugging and hamming it up. It really is quite odd, for when all you do is sing, sing is all you do. Add in some dancing and a little soft shoe, and you get yourself a musical, the lowest form of art. If I wanted to hear an ass talk, I'd turn around and leave the theater. Oh, God. We just, we just watched Hamilton, and you remember how we felt like we were at a poker table and jokers is all we were dealt, because it was a joke. If this is the pinnacle, of the musical form than Benjamin Button me baby and put me back where I was born. I'm going to use these last five seconds to gloat. That was atrocious. <laughs> exactly. All right, Dr. Seuss. So my next point, I'm going to go straight to the end of my points actually just to like debate directly against that, which is that it's not meant to be reality. Musicals aren't re meant to be reality. They are meant to be escapism. And it's like, so So much of the beef with musicals is that they don't, it doesn't make sense to break out in song and dance. But that's the point of them. Much like readers of fantasy and sci-fi, musical lovers are trying to escape reality for a more enjoyable reality. Like, our reality sucks. Uh, we don't. The fact that we don't randomly break out in song and dance sucks. The fact that we don't have cool <laughs> costumes and exciting lives, that sucks. The fact that we don't have fairy tale love lives, that sucks. So let's just have, like, let us have our little slice of paradise where all that stuff exists for like two or three hours. Reality is overrated. Like, give me that world where I can belt out a song in the middle of a church and nobody cares. That reality sounds two fun. Two or three hours. Woof. Give me a break. <laughs> This point is called Desperate Measures, and there's a pun in there. <laughs> Going to specify, the musicals I'm talking about are the musical-only musicals because they are hokey with no room for nuance. They put the old Greek uh, style of choruses front and center where the, the in the Greek plays, choruses were there to tell the dumb people in the audience what was happening, recap what they just saw. Instead, they took out all the actual acting and theater and just put in the chorus of them yelling at the audience what is happening. It's like telling a story with only punctuation. There's no substance in there. I get if you're swept away in the razzmatazz. I truly get it. Um, then have fun with that. But honey, if you think musicals are the be-all end-all of theater and film, I don't know what to tell you. Sometimes we eat a tub of frosting. We're, we've all been there, <laughs> but we don't brag about it to the world. We don't go to bars and yell about frosting to annoy all the tables around us. All right. No, no, no. <laughs> They are not the frosting of like the entertainment world. They are like a good night steak dinner because they are super impressive artistic feats. Like so much goes into musicals, especially live musicals. And you have to be so talented to be involved in them in any way. Like you can't just be an actor. You got to be a singer, a dancer, an actor, and often like a set hand who's moving things around. And like imagine writing one or directing them that's equally as challenging. Like not only you have to like write a, a normal play. You have to add actual like good songs in there. You have to know how to direct dancing. That's insane. And like, don't even get me started on like the costumers or the set designers and how you have to figure out a piece with like so many moving parts and so many dancers and ensemble casts that usually aren't there for normal plays. It's just really amazing and impressive to watch from a technical standpoint. And if you can't appreciate that and understand <laughs> that, that is your problem. Ah, uh, it's all just frosting. Where's the cake? 
Here, let's tear down some uh, popular musicals of today. <laughs> Remember, I'm playing the role of Khan. Hamilton, a singing textbook. <laughs> like if the substitute teacher of history had of your history class had a really cool lesson plan. Cats, absolute nonsense. I thought I was watching a foreign film until I was told they were speaking English and some made up words and never, ta- <laughs> never, ever talking or are they never the right size. Les Miserable, absolutely the miserable. <laughs> That couldn't be a more appropriate title. Maybe they had so many empty tables and empty chairs because they wouldn't stop singing. (laughs) Grease. Uh, It's like one of your mom's crime shows. Set the music. (laughs) Tell me more. Did she put up a fight? Uh, He picked me up in the pussy wagon. (laughs) He wouldn't stop calling it that. Annie, tomorrow, tomorrow, you can't come soon enough. Get me away from this singing little brat. Oh, my God. Part one. Okay, well, I'm going to like uh, briefly say like, okay, you know, some musicals don't hold up. Some pieces of any performance art do not hold up. We could go into a lot of like movies I'm sure you love that absolutely do not hold up. So don't even go there. But anyways, as you said, they are used for teaching. They are great teachers of morality for young people, just like fairy tales. The singing, dancing, costuming, etc. of musicals is a phenomenal way of transporting young people into stories and really getting them emotionally and intellectually invested in the content in a way that other movies, books, etc. might not be able to do. That makes them great for teach, like a great teaching tool, especially for like complex emotional topics, like staying true to yourself or the value of friendship or not taking life too seriously. Shout out to Into the Woods, Wicked and Mary Poppins in that order for teaching us those <laughs> lessons. Bottom line, sit your kid's ass down at a musical, let the actors, let those plays, teach them a valuable lesson so you don't have to. Uh, Side story. Introduce the world to the gay mafia. Oh my god. <laughs> Wizard of Oz. If this was a modern piece, the witch wouldn't be crushed by a house. It, the entire cast would have been crushed by an apartment building with a rat problem that you rent one room out of. Also, too much singing. <laughs> <laughs> rent. What musical lives rent free in their own apartment? This one. Get a job, you bums. <laughs> What? The Greatest Showman. Have the, you even seen Rent? No. The Greatest oh, Showman. <laughs> the film musical fans didn't even want to see, but then they remembered how desperate they are for more dorky songs, so they kept playing at theaters for months. Mary Poppins. I need a spoonful of salt to counteract the saccharine movie and maybe stage play. I don't know if it's on stage. Uh, and then finally, La La Land. One of the only good musicals because oh. they barely sing. <laughs> and it's fun and delightful. Also like Once. Once is very good. To be on the positive side. Once is very good. Everyone should watch Once. It's an indie Irish film. It's great. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You know what? What is wrong with the gay mafia, first of all? And that leads me to my point is that musicals are a safe and acceptable space to be eccentric. If you take away musicals, where the hell are you going to put all the queer kids in high school, Eric? Where the hell are they going to go? Nowhere. That's where they go. Musicals are one of the few socially acceptable performance spaces to be extraordinarily campy and eccentric. They're a wonderful way for people who do not fit into society's boring norms to express themselves genuinely. Like watching musicals has also been the sexual awakening of many like young people who fell outside of the box. And it, you know, it assures them that uh, their way of thinking and feeling are legitimate and acceptable. Their way of expressing themselves is not too loud. It's not too over the top. It is fabulous. They are wonderful. We can't take that away from them. We deserve it. I mean, can you really imagine the cast of cats doing anything else besides being cats? (laughs) 
<laughs> yes, there are those kids on the playground pretending to be cats. Anyways, so that brings us to the end, and it's time for me to send you off with this one last point. If you're looking for some fun, you might be able to find one or two musicals in that joint. Uh, they both have... What? They both have good songs and a story not tagged what? on that doesn't hurt your teeth with the sweet. Try once or La La Land. Don't look for a full band because there is too much of a good thing. Neat. <laughs> Basically, there's a middle ground between musicals and Mystic Pizza. You don't need your serious movie. <laughs> there's a spot between serious films and theater, whatever, and musicals. You can have fun. You can have variety. But musical-ass musicals are mostly bad and too much of a good thing and fond over too much. I think the fandom is another problematic fandom is musicals. But musicals are bad. <laughs> They're too much. All right, we're done. We're done. <laughs> uh, don't quit your DJ, uh, day job. What? My day job is singing. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. So. End of debate. How did you feel? I'm going to ask you first. I actually went into the research period being like, what are the, what do the studies say? And there's freaking no studies, right? Or and not any I could find. If any of the listeners have studies on why it's good to go to musicals, like send those to me for yeah. sure. But in like the, you know, short research period we had, I could not find any. So it was a lot of very like subjective feelings on the matter. And it was actually quite hard to like find five points of subjective <laughs> feeling that weren't just like singing's great dancing's awesome hey, um use what you gotta use yeah but then you know i like I, I was able to find some people who made some good points and got to the points that i came to and i think they were pretty nifty <laughs> very good well unlike you i found a lot of facts hard facts mm. and used them all in all of my points clearly oh i see <laughs> I, I left everything on the table I left everything out on the out there on the field. That was my, all of all of me for all of you listeners at home. <laughs> well then, has your has your perspective changed at all on musicals after doing your research? Not after the research, after the debate. Okay, well, how about after the debate? A little bit. Your points were fine and nice and nifty, as you call them. Yeah. I mean, I I get it. <laughs> It's another genre for people to like. I just think some people like it a little too much, but that's all can be said about everything. All right. But also, a lot of musicals aren't for me, we'll say. And that's okay, I guess. That's fair. I will say that I can understand why it is not a medium. Like, it's not a type of performance art that is for everybody. But I don't think that makes it bottom of the barrel. I don't know. Content. It's pretty close to like prop comedy and stuff. What? No way. <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry. Like musical theater is above like most forms of performance comedy. It is above stand up comedy for sure. I mean, in terms of effort, yeah. And entertainment value. <laughs> I guess. I mean, I'm not a big fan of stand-up either, so. See, and I like stand-up, but I'm still saying that. Fair. Yeah. I mean, I get it. I like being showy. I like things that are showy. Just for some reason, they don't rub me the right way. <laughs> I've listed a lot of the musicals I don't like in my little teardown there. Yeah, I see that. <laughs> I don't know. I like. I'm picky with mine, so I understand. A few of those I don't like as well, but 
then it's like there's a lot I just I haven't seen yet. And some of that like pleasantly surprised me when I have. What yeah. about unexpectedly disappointed like Hamilton? Hamilton, I was pretty disappointed by. Whoa. The hype just made it me expect so, so much from it. Yeah, like I wasn't consciously thinking of like the hype, but it definitely made it like, oh, this must be special. And it's yeah. Like, oh, this is a textbook. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't see what other people see in it. Oh. Yeah. So that we, we watched the the recorded version. Yeah, exactly. So I, the other thing I was going to say is that maybe the live performance is different um in terms of the energy that it brings or how much you kind of get swept up in it. Yes. I have I maybe seen very minimally live musical theater. I think I would probably get swept away with it and have a great yeah. time because I, I always like vibe off the the live audience when I'm in, in one. So I feel like I would enjoy them a lot more, but it still has to be particular ones. There's still a lot that I'm not a big fan of. Yeah, I'm going to say that um, like musicals that were well adapted for movie, like rewritten to be movie, good, right? <laughs> like Chicago, good. Um, not all the time, but there can be good ones yeah. when it's done right. Uh, going to see live musical theater, great. Like most of the time, it's really enjoyable, regardless of if it's a story you're really interested in. Right. Watching live performances recorded for television, uh, I just don't think it has the same pizzazz. Yeah, it's definitely has like a lot of the wind taken out from from it. In an interesting way, a way that I didn't expect so much, but yeah. So I don't know if I really want to judge judge it based on that solely based on that performance. Yeah. So we're talking about Hamilton. Yeah. But I think just like trying to follow the plot, whatever there was of one that didn't make it just sound like a textbook. Yeah, I do have to say I agree with you about musicals where all of it is singing. Like my brain just can't keep up with that. Yeah. I have too much trouble following the plot. It's like I am happier with musicals where there is like a like spoken performance aspect and then songs come up to like emphasize a certain points, certain scenes, etc. Yeah. That's yeah. the punctuation. That's how I feel about it as well. Um, I do heavily recommend Once. It is an extremely good musical. It is a musical even though it is people and it's all like diegetic and feels very natural. But I, I know I am more of a... a movie watcher of things that are more grounded. Yeah, like so that's the other thing is we both have different media consumption styles to begin with. Yeah. Like I am very much would rather watch things that fall into the realm of fantasy and supernatural mostly and some sci-fi as well. Um same with reading and stuff and you are much more into realism. Yeah. That would affect it. But I do like showmanships. That's where you think I would like some you musicals. Think. But I do like some musicals. I like La La Land. Yeah. <laughs> but that one, again, has a lot more acting than it does singing and the songs I enjoyed. And like, I mean, I'm not a big fan of the first song because it is very musically. Right. But the other songs I like. I like the serious songs and musicals too because they feel more, I don't know. They feel like that's the a good delivery of the emotions is like I dreamed a dream and the I'm not going from whatever mu- movie that is, Dream Girls, maybe. Right. Not Dream Girls. 
whatever. Jennifer Holiday sings. Or the very, Cats very one. No, what? Oh, yes. Memories is very good. <laughs> no, what? Because <laughs> well, my knee-jerk reaction to Cats is no. <laughs> no, I mean, it was a it was a horrible movie. Yeah. The other thing is we haven't seen Cats the play. We've only seen the movie. I have no idea what Cats the play is like <laughs> I, um, or why it's been around so long. I've heard it's similar. Okay. Like the but the cats stay much. the same size. <laughs> yes, they're human-sized on a stage. Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a lot of the problems with the movie were technical problems. Like, I mean, the story does not make sense. No. But if like it wasn't so plagued by technical problems, yes. maybe you could overlook that and just enjoy it for its silliness. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> It's pretty wild. It is wild. Watch it if it's free and you want to see a goofy thing. (laughs) Try and get the butthole edition. Yes, get the butthole. (laughs) Release the butthole cut. (laughs) HBO Max, where are you? Release the four-hour butthole cut. Yeah. (laughs) I want those buttholes in IMAX. Oh, God. So, But it feels like we haven't really reached a consensus. I mean, personally, I don't like musicals. A majority of them, but there are musicals that I like. And I understand it's a genre and not everyone has to like every genre. Right. So do I like that they exist? <laughs> sure, because it's led to the the pieces that I like. So in conclusion, that's me giving my side so that we can come to an agreement. Okay. Do we like musicals? I guess we'll give it like a soft yes. Yes. Sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like it just exists on a spectrum. Like, not all musicals are good. Definitely not. But the genre's fine. Yeah, like, as a genre, there are really good ways of using it. You can have a lot of fun with it. Yeah, like, if you got have the chance to go to Broadway and get to see a play on Broadway, yes. like, do it. It'll probably be a really fun time. Yeah, I might have had a different tone if we had seen Town when we were supposed to. Yes. Until the pandemic got in the way. This two-year panoramic <laughs> yep. came and took everything from us. Yep. All right. So we've decided we vaguely are okay with musicals. Positive on musicals. Do we like? Sure. Sure. <laughs> a very unenthusiastic yes. But it's a yes nonetheless. And like, that's what you yeah. came to do we like for. Do you like musicals? Go for it. Go nuts, but not too nuts because the fandom's a little weird. Yeah, those theater kids, man. <laughs> The musical theater kids. Yes, especially. You, you, you are a lot. Like, I defended you, <laughs> but you can be a lot. Yep. You'll know which table they are in the university bar. Yeah. Because they won't stop singing. <laughs> <laughs> and if you end up in the, uh, the, the theater department, you will find them all sitting on one couch. Yes. <laughs> Must pile up. On single couch. To conserve their energy so they can sing better. Apparently. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) Well, all right. That's the end of this full debate. Yay, musicals. And next week we have a new special guest with their own set of topics that will help them decide whether they like or not. Thank you, Robin, for the good debate. And thank you, Eric. And we'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. You can hear more Do We Like on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Store, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. 
If you enjoyed this episode and want to help us out, please leave us a rating and review. For updates, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Do We Like Podcast, or check out our website at DoWeLike.com. The show is hosted and produced by Eric Canius and Robin Lands. Do We Like is brought to you by Beamed Media, a Canadian podcast network.